Up Podcast. This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Thursday, April twenty second, twenty twenty one, and it's been pretty good. I, I'm not gonna lie; it's been it's been good. I, I've been happy with it. I did miss out on a small restock that one of the retail sites was having. Kind of bummed out about that, but other than that, been really really good. And one of the reasons it was really good was one of the groups I'm in, they are they are pretty much like the premier group for anything sports cars related, and they, they just crush it. They do a really good job, and I just think as a whole, the guys that run it, they're really, really, really bright, and they have like a lot of, they have more of like a business-focused mindset than just trying to make like money and trying to just like, I don't know, do a poor job of, of a cook group because there's a lot of people that do cook groups that are just in it purely for the money. These guys run it more like a, a business that's catered towards their customer, which is really cool. And so they have a lot of unique perks and stuff in there, but they're always number one on cards. I mean, it's just, it's been, they've they've been hitting it hard this year and they've been really, really crushing any sports card releases that have come out, any Pokemon card releases that have come out. They've, they've been able to hit them really hard. So that was the case today. There was a limited release of some Panini Prism Blasters for the NBA, and they ended up jumping on that immediately. I saw the alert come across my computer whenever the monitor picked it up, and then just went over, and I was like, oh, wait, that is, that's like the, the, the pack of cards we've been waiting to come out. So I jumped in, sure enough it was, started to check out, and I think I ended up getting, I think I got like six boxes of them. So either way, Looking at what those boxes from last year are doing this year, I'm not sure what they cost last year, but retail right now was I think like 99 bucks on those. And the boxes that we got from this year, the ones last year, the 2019, which obviously there were better NBA rookies back then with Zion and Ja and uh, like Ruby was in there too. And then who are some of the other ones? Kobe White, like some really good players that came out in that draft last year. But this year also has some decent prospects. The cards last year, that box is going right now on eBay for about 1300 bucks. So this one right now, I got six of them. Really wishing I'd have gotten more and gone for more boxes of cards just because like retail being 100 bucks and last year's box appreciating up to $1,300, there's gonna be some massive, massive gains on this thing. And I could have gotten more. I ended up trying to set up a bot for it. It didn't go very well. There were some issues with that and I'd never really ran it before for the site that it released on. So kind of a bummer there that I didn't end up copying more, but I really, really should have, I should have just manualed it. And that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about today. I wanna to talk about getting too greedy because Oftentimes, the times that I make the biggest mistakes are when I get way too greedy with something and I think, well, if I just do this, I could get 10 or 15 or 20 of this item rather than six. And what ends up happening is I go to set up for those 10 to 15 to 20 and I miss the release because I don't go for any manually. And it turns out either manual was the only way that you could check something out. So with your phone or your computer, just going and doing everything yourself, or it turns out that the release was out of stock so quickly that I didn't, I, instead of going for one or two, I went for maybe like 10 to 15 and didn't end up getting anything because I wasted too much time setting up for the 10 to 15. So just kind of something I wanted to talk about because being greedy can sometimes cost you a lot of money and you would think, okay, well being greedy, I'm, I'm making more money. But oftentimes when we get greedier, we actually make less money. And, and kind of like what I'm saying here, I probably, I very, very easily could have checked out 10 
10 boxes of these things, right? That's that's an extra four grand in my pocket right there if they appreciate up to 1300 bucks. I mean, okay, it's a little bit more than that. It's probably like an extra five grand, but that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that would have been something that would have been really nice. Now, if they, they may not appreciate up to 1300 bucks a box, that, that was a, a weird thing last year, a weird time, probably less stock, better rookies. Like that makes sense that they would be, that they may not go as high as last year's box, but still, even if they appreciate up to 500 bucks, I mean, missing out on four five, six boxes, that's going to cost me anywhere from like two to, to three grand at that price, right? If they're 500 bucks, they appreciate up to that or 600 bucks. It's going to cost me somewhere between two to three grand. So that's just, that's the, the thing that I'm thinking about right now is when I get greedy, I usually make less money because I'm not actually making more money on things. I'm usually not copying more of an item. I'm usually not getting more. I'm usually getting less because of the time that I spend setting up for a release on a bot, if, if I see something restock and I try and plug it into a bot real quick, like oftentimes the time that I spent plugging it into there and hitting go, I could have probably been checking it out manual and gotten an extra one or two. And by the time I actually get it all set up in the bot really quickly and hit start, it's already over. And, and there's just, it's usually for stuff that's on retail and stuff like that, but getting, getting too greedy can cost you money with just not being able to get enough product or get as much product as you would have if you just would have stuck with what you were doing and what was working as, as soon as the release came out and just went with that. And so that's one way that it can cost you. But other ways that, that it's cost me before are just with like taking offers. And I think a lot of us suffer from this where you get an offer and it's not what you were expecting or maybe it's it's not the exact thing that you wanted and you stop anyways and look at the offer and go, is that something that I, I want to take? Because it may not be a terrible offer. It may just be something that was like 30 bucks off of, re, off of what you were trying to get it for. So for instance, the pair of Jordan 1 Raging Bulls that or the Jordan 5 Raging Bulls that I have sitting in my garage right now, one of those pairs, I got an offer for 270 on. Now 270 is on the lower end of what they're selling for, but it's definitely reasonable for the price, for the size that I have. It's the same going rate on StockX, so I get less fees on eBay. And you know, it's, it is what it is. It's not a great price. It's not like an amazing price. It's not over the moon, like over 300 bucks, like some of them were selling for on release day, but it's not release day anymore. And we got other shoes coming up and people don't want to spend that much money on them anymore. So what do I do? I counter offer them for 200 and I think like $88. So I knock it down 12 bucks and thinking they'd counter me again and maybe go up to 280. They just declined the offer and moved on with their life. And that's something to keep in mind. Getting too greedy with situations like that, where I looked at that 270 and said, this is one of the best offers I've gotten on these sneakers and probably that I will get on these. If I counter this, there's a good chance I won't get an offer this high unless this guy comes back with a counter. And he didn't. He just declined the offer and moved on. And I probably cost myself some profit because at some point I may end up taking an offer for 260 for those. Or, or I may not get that 270 offer for another few weeks. You never know. And so at that point, you might as well have just taken the offer because you cost yourself so much time and, and hassle and obviously storage if you're low on storage and things like that. So you could have gotten yourself more money quicker and gotten that thing out of your inventory. And so that's what I'm looking at right now, just trying to say, okay, I'm not nearly as busy as maybe I feel like sometimes. I could easily pack up an extra box of shoes. So it's not like I'm held down by some sort of time constraint that I can't make extra sales and keep things humming through my store. And ultimately it keeps my store pretty healthy. It keeps it, it flowing and, and more things selling. The more I sell on eBay, the more, more people come to my store and then it, it promotes more sales. So I find that when I have good sales, things tend to sell more and it's it's just like other things start to sell and random things that I go to a garage sale that I haven't sold in a year or two start to pick up and I get an offer here or I get a sale here that I didn't expect to have come in. So it's just good for my store as a whole and I need to kind of rework my mind to get to that point again because 
I got in a point where I was trying to take high offers for things. And for some things, it's valid. Other things, though, in the majority of stuff, it's really not. And so that's what I've been working on a little bit is just trying to get that stuff kind of sorted out and get that that kind of stuff wrapped up. And it just goes back to being greedy, where if you are not kind of doing your your due diligence for your business and saying, okay, look, like I need to keep things moving. I can't just take every high offer here because at some point I'll stop making sales and it's important to keep things flowing. There's always going to be that next item. There's always going to be something else that I can buy. And the more capital I have when that time comes, the better off I'll be because I can buy more of them and I don't, or I don't have to feel the pressure of, hey, I put way too much out on the line here. Now what do I do? You'll have the capital stored up for that. So being greedy can cost you. I mean, you may not get the, the offer. If you see that offer come in, my, my rule of thumb that I try and stick by, and sometimes it's difficult because I know that some things are worth more than I get offers for, but also you're taking into account the time that you'll be sitting on that item as well. But the rule of thumb is if I see an offer come through and I pause at all for a second, I typically accept it because that means that I really want to take the offer, but I'm trying to get a little bit too greedy and say, well, I think that it's worth a little bit more. So let's try and get them off an extra 10 bucks. Like it's, it's 10 freaking dollars on a $270 sale. 280 bucks isn't really that much more. And I will sometimes scrap over that if it's something that's really important. Like if it's a pair of UNC ones, okay, fine. I, I will scrap about those a little bit just because they are such a high end Jordan one and they have so much demand. At the same time, though, I'm not going to do that over just a random pair of shoes or something because it's not worth it. Like, there's there there's varying prices. The markets vary every day for these sorts of things. It's not like we're doing. I mean, it's not like it's some sort of stable asset. It's it's a pair of shoes, and you don't know what could happen. You don't know why things could at some point dip down and stuff. So just kind of keep your keep your head on a swivel and, and pay attention to how you're conducting business and stuff like that and you can continue to make money and and continue to sell as time goes on so that's what i'm looking at right now just trying to be less greedy with my business because overall you don't want to find yourself in a spot where you you don't want to find yourself in a spot where you're being too greedy not taking your profits when they come in not taking the money that you could be making off of some of the offers you get and ultimately passing up on some good deals that you could be making to flip your money into more profitable items. So just keep that in mind. You don't want to be, like I said, I mean, obviously make your money, make your fair share. But if you see an offer come through that gives you pause or gives you a moment where you're like, well, maybe I should take that. I think that's a pretty good offer and I'm pretty comfortable with the profit here. Maybe you should take it because that's what I typically try to do and it does end up making me more money as time goes on. So that's what I'm looking looking at today and that's what I'll be working on but with that being said I'm going to go so you guys have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast have a good one peace